from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. This is the Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on VSIN. Okay, Lombardi Line, VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. A big shout out to everybody there in Denver, Altitude 950 AM. We're part of the team now, and we welcome you. And again, Von Miller, the big news, has been traded to the Rams, the face of that Denver franchise for years. Michael Lombardi has some news injury-wise. One, we'll, we'll go Jameis, but I think you just heard about another injury that could be uh, shutting down someone's season. Yeah. I mean, I, I wish I could have told this to, to, to poor Will Hill. His Vikings, Danielle Hunter, uh, could have a torn pec out for the year, too. So Yikes. the injuries are starting to mount up. And, uh, you know, the Vikings, as Will said, have a tough uphill battle. I think they go into Baltimore this week. Six and a half, seven-point dogs traveling on the road have to deal with Baltimore. Now, they should throw the ball on Baltimore. One thing we know about Baltimore, you can throw the ball on them if you protect. So it'll be an interesting game. But with that Daniel Hunter, I thought Everson Griffin was great last night. I thought he played really good. You know, he got pressure. They put Tyrod Smith, had to go on the bench. I mean, I know he's got back issues, but he was a force inside, and Hunter is a really good player. So this is a huge, huge loss for the Viking defense. You had New Orleans as one of your plays. Sean Payton somehow just keeps getting it done. And yesterday yeah. they closed four um, catching four with Tampa Bay and Brady in town, a 36-27 winner. But the big news is, and we're just getting confirmation, Michael, ACL, MCL in the knee for Winston. He's done. Yeah, I mean, you could see it yesterday. I mean, look, I, I thought it was too many points. You know, as you know, in my power rankings, I had this as almost the pick'em game. And, and I felt like it, there was just too many points. And I know, you know, that everybody, well, you know, Brady's, you know, moving the ball at will and, the, you know, how are they going to – Sean played it perfectly. And the thing I think you got to give Sean credit about is the Sean's ability to find a way to run the football against a team that's really hard to run the ball on. You know, and, and, and then what he did yesterday, which was even more remarkable, was he loses his starting quarterback, okay, and he's still able to run the ball 32 times overall in the game. Now, they didn't run it great. You know, I mean, Winston had 40 of the 152 yards rushing before he, he departed. But Ingram made him a couple good runs and, you know, runs the reverse to Harris. I mean, if you go and play Todd Bowles and you try to throw it 50 times, you're going to lose. You're going to lose. I don't care who he's got in his secondary. He's going to blitz you. You're going to sack. With that front, you're going to lose. And Sean knows this. So Sean paced the game. And I don't know how the hell they scored 36 points either. with Trevor Simeon at quarterback. I mean, people listening to us for the first time in Denver, 
You know, he was. Your, remember, Elway appointed him as the starting quarterback for the f- future of the franchise. He was the franchise. Remember Trevor that? Simeon was the franchise. Yeah. He was going to be the I franchise. I don't want to bring up. The, I don't. I don't want to get us off to a bad start in Denver. But I mean, remember <laughs> that, right? You know, so like, and and you're in there, and Sean just did a nice job of managing them. And then, you know, one thing the Saints defense did was they said, "Fournette, you're not going to beat us. You're not going to run the ball. You had eight carries for twenty. And Brady had to kind of carry the whole thing along, and they made mistakes, and those mistakes. But I think this is where the running game, this is where I think these analytical people miss the boat on the running game. I know you have to throw to score. I get that. One of the reasons the Browns couldn't score yesterday is the longest pass play was 24 yards. I get that. But to control the pace of the game, to stop an offense that's explosive, like the Patriots had to do, much like the Saints had to do yesterday against the Bucs, you've got to have some ground game to keep the other team sitting on the bench. And that's what the Saints did. You know what Peyton does? He coaches them up. Think about this. Third-string quarterback, a leading receiver that got called up from the practice squad on Saturday, a tight end that had one catch in his NFL career. I mean, this is, that's coaching him up. He doesn't have Michael, he still he doesn't have Michael Thomas. I mean, this is, it's, it's, and the defense, you, you consistently harp on this defense being underrated. It's a good defense. It, it, then Dennis Allen does a great job. He's hard to prepare for. He's got a lot of different things he can get to. He makes it very challenging on experienced quarterbacks and inexperienced quarterbacks. You know, and he and he forces and he takes away. Look, they doubled Evans. I mean, they did a great job on Evans. They, you know, Godwin had 140 yards, right? So they had to give up something to get something. But Evans, even though he had the 40-yard touchdown pass, he only had one other catch for eight yards. Mm-hmm. So they were able to keep him from exploding the game. Now, without Gronk in the game and without Antonio Brown, the Bucks became a little bit easier. Okay, great. Tyler Johnson had five catches. That's wonderful. Give him all the catches he wants. He's not going to beat me. He's not going to beat me. You know, that's the thing you got to understand. There's certain players that just aren't going to beat you. You know, Keenan Allen is not going to beat you. He's a great player. I wish Keenan Allen was on my team, but he's not going to beat me. Mike Williams is going to beat me. You know, Tyreek Hill is going to beat me. He's going to beat me. I got to stop him from making big plays. I mean, Tyree Kill is sitting there. You know, Thomas Gable just broke the code on that. But when he said Tyree Kill moves the line, he's a bookmaker. He moves the line. Some people think he's underrated. He's not underrated. He's over. He's not overrated. He's a, he's underrated. He's a tremendous receiver. So that's the point here. You got to figure out how you want to make the other team play left-handed. And I think that Sean and his coaching staff in New Orleans did a great job with that, and they deserved the win. I, I thought it was going to be a field goal game. Did I think the Saints would upset them? No, I'd be lying. But I thought it was going to be a field goal game, much like I thought the Patriot game was going to be a field goal game too. I thought that was really one of those where, you know, there were, that was too many points. That was way too many points, especially with a team like the Chargers who can't control the game with their defense. They can't stop the opponent's running game. So they never get control, and they never have the ball long enough. I mean, when you look at it, the Chargers play 36, 35 minutes of defense every single week because they can't get control of the game. Can't stop the run either, man. I mean, they... That's what I mean by that, Patrick. They can't stop the run, so they never get control of the game. control of the game. So time of possession is always awkward for them. Always imbalanced Right, and so... the. It's always in balance. So what does that mean? That means we've got to make big plays. We've got to make explosive plays, right? We got to throw, you know. And if you don't make explosive plays, I mean, Belichick played it right down the. He played exactly how he wanted to play it. We're not going to give you big plays. We're going to force you to make. We're going to force you to work the ball down the field. We're going to put you in as many third downs as we can, and we'll go from there. I mean, on average this year, the Chargers play 31 minutes of defense. You know, now in some of those games, but on this two-game losing streak that they've been on after the three-game winning streak, what's been very clear is when you take away Mike Williams, when you take away his 14.8 yards per play, where is the ball going? Keenan Allen, he's got 45 catches. He's got 11 11 yards a catch. That ain't going to beat me. It's the 70-yard cut touchdown passes that beat me. And it's putting so much pressure on every possession at such a premium and putting so much pressure on a second-year quarterback who's great, but, you know, their their possessions are limited and they have to capitalize. Uh, Another winner for you yesterday. So this was interesting. Atlanta was laying three the whole show, and then the Calvin Ridley news came out, and we wish him well. He's taking some time for personal issues. Uh, But that dipped to two and a half. It ended up closing two at at one and a half at a couple of books. in Carolina... Straight up winner on the road, nineteen thirteen at Atlanta. Yeah, you know, I, I mean, this was a funny game because I thought Carolina should have been the favorite going in the game, and 
And I don't know why Atlanta was, maybe because they were playing home. But I, I was watching tape last week, and in my notes I wrote down, Ridley doesn't look like himself. I thought it was an injury, Patrick. But he looked horrible. He looked horrible. Now we know why. You know, he was having some off-the-field issues. And I think oftentimes we don't realize that. You know, we don't realize that players have lives too, right? That, that if they're having a problem with their girlfriend or a problem with their wife or something's going on with their family, it affects their professional life. And I don't know what's going on with Calvin Ridley, but I hope he gets it worked out and I hope he straightens it out because he was a great player at one time. Right now, he can't be a great player because of the things going on in his life. Takeaways, uh you, Panthers wise, uh, 1913 went on the road from it. And did you take anything from Darnold who had, he ran the ball 66 he, yards, 120 moves with his year. legs. He yeah. got, you know, he got concussed and got knocked out of the game. But I thought the Panthers played with great effort. They had more direct runs. They went downhill with their running game instead of going sideways, which helped them. And they made enough plays in the passing game. Robbie Anderson, another drop. He got hit on it, but he should have caught the ball. But D.J. Moore had a chance for a touchdown in the end zone. He let it go at the end, and, you know, that really cost them. So, But I think they played well. They played hard defensively. They bothered Matt Ryan the entire game. And they took Kyle Pitts out of the game, which is what you have to do. And we're going to start to see that more and more as the Falcons. The Falcons are terrible on defense. They're not good on defense. And so offensively, without Ridley in there, people are going to start doubling, which the Panthers did. High-low double Pitts. And even though he's six, uh, it's six six or six five, he's he still can go up and get the ball. You got to high low this player. Also, auspicious start for Gilmore. First game with the Panthers, and that secondary and held what Ryan's one hundred forty six yards passing. Threw it right to him, Patrick. Threw yeah, it he right had to, to pick him. To ice the Couldn't game. wait to throw it. Yep. Yep, threw it right to him, you know. And look, Matty Ice isn't the same player. I mean, let's be real honest here. I mean, you know, he, he's this offensive line doesn't do a great job of protecting him. He gets hit too much. And when you make him have to move a little bit right or left, then problems start to show up. And hats off to the Panthers. They finally bounced back with a good win. They needed it, you know, and they were able to slow it down, and they did a great job. I mean, they ran the ball 47 times in the game. Think about that. They ran it 47 times in the game. They only had 12, 13 completions, Patrick. He only had 13 completions in the game. My man Mike White was dishing out 13 completions in the first quarter. <laughs> he does that in his sleep. Uh, yeah. Expectations? Any expectations for McCaffrey here? What, what's the timetable? I would think he would be. You know, when he went down, when he first heard it, when that Houston week three, I, you know, I was told it wasn't going to be that bad. But I think it's kind of those nagging things that go on. I, I would be surprised if he didn't play this week. But I think we'll know more Wednesday or Thursday if he practices. Because that's just a team that's kind of creeping too, right? If they it, need him. They, they need him. But oh, I'll tell you absolutely. what, you know, the Abdullah kid, your former Lion, Thank who if you. he holds on to the football, he gave them some juice in the passing game. He had three catches for 35 yards in the game, a critical third down on, a, on, a, on an inside route. He really helped them. I was surprised Minnesota let him go. Yeah, Amir, he's when a you good use cor- little player. He is. And in kick return too, he's used correctly, Amir Abdullah just, can be. He just effective. fumbles the ball too yes. much. And you got to be careful, but that really helped. That helped Carolina. That was a great signing by Carolina. Are you prepared to discuss Pittsburgh and Cleveland as we uh, get into the Baker conversation? I can't wait. Can we just I look can, forward can we move to on from Baker. Can we just? Yeah. That's enough. Yeah, let's have a conversation. Let's have a conversation. Yeah. Coming right. back here on the Lombardi line, of course, that game ended up closing five-ish, five and a half-ish. We'll come back and discuss that. Of course, Pittsburgh, the win on the road in division. At Cleveland, we continue along here. Lombardi line presented by BetMGM. It's VSIN, the sports betting network. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God. We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Hold up. 
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Izadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. You're listening to The Lombardi Line on VSEN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. We've got some great news, Colorado. The state, the handle's been going nuts. A lot of betting in Colorado, of course. Colorado-based VEASAN fans. We've got good news. We partnered with Altitude Sports Radio. And starting today, you can hear us now. All your favorite VEASAN shows, including this one, the Lombardi Line, can be heard live on Altitude Radio, 9.50 a.m. in Denver. And as a bonus, we pulled off a big trade for you today, Altitude. Congratulations. We're extremely excited about this partnership. Tune in to hear all the VEASAN shows live on Altitude Radio, 9.50 a.m. in Denver starting today. And it's a bad job by me because I slow rolled what's coming right now, which is, of course, what everybody looks forward to on Monday. Former front office exec Michael Lombardi asks certain peeps to step into his office <laughs> so he can so he can have a heart-to-heart with them, if you will. And first up, it's going to be awkward. Your boy, Zach Taylor, a loss in, in Jersey yesterday. What do you got to say to Zach Taylor? I, I would start by saying, Zach, look, you, you've far exceeded my expectations and you're doing a good job. But I think now you're in the hard part. Now expectations have risen and you're going to have to meet the challenge of expectations. You're going to have to change a little bit on what you demand from your team because what you demand to get good isn't going to be enough to get you great. And to go from good to great is really hard in the National Football League. And the concern that I have sitting in my chair watching our team play is our offensive line isn't getting any better. And frankly, it's getting worse. We need to get better at that. We need to find a way to run the football more effectively so we don't get our quarterback hurt. And if we don't do that, he's not going to make it through the year. And so I think what you've done, I think the lesson we can take back with us from Cincinnati is, A, it's hard to get great. B, we can't take anybody lightly. We're not good enough. And see if we don't improve this offensive line, every time we go on the road, it's going to be a problem because bad lines don't travel. So let's get to work. Thank you, Zachary. Is that what we call you? Zachary. Thank you, Zach. Appreciate it. Next up, four, excuse me, four and four Cleveland starting to spiral. Here comes Kevin Stefanski. He was the golden child. All of a sudden, it's starting to go the other way. Yeah, I mean, this one's a hard one, Kevin, because I think, you know, we've got some injuries and obviously – People are playing us to, to take away our boots, and they're taking away our down-the-field throws. We only were able to make one pass play of over 24 yards yesterday, and we've got to do a better job. We've got to get our run game going, and we've got to be able to play action pass. You and I both know we're not a drop-back pass team. We're not good in that area. And so we've got to keep working on those things, and we've got to get better at defensively. We've got to be able to use situational football. But more than anything, you know, we have to get Baker to play at a high level. And the only way we can get Baker to play at the highest level is through our scheme. And so we're just going to have to keep working our way through these problems. And I frankly think we should be better off if we would just get rid of Odell Beckham, let him get out of here so we don't have to listen to why he's not getting the ball, and focus our team on what really matters, which is improvement. And I think there's, we're halfway through the season. We've got a long way to go. We can get there, but we know how we have to play to win. If we don't run the ball and play action, we're not going to win. We must do it. 
Would you stick with Baker? Injured, obviously, at this point, not playing well. Where would you go? Would you stick with him? I mean, I didn't see him practice, so I don't know, but I would. You know, I, I do think there's, you know, Case Keenum gives us a chance, but the bigger issue is he doesn't have those. People are taking away those easy throws. You know, they're taking away those boots where he's got a guy wide open, you know, and he's throwing it up the field for a touchdown. And let's face it, Baker can't see from the pocket. Make Baker play big. I mean, there's news today from Jay Glazer that Kyler Murray's ankle could miss one to three weeks. We know that when Kyler Murray has to play big, it's hurt. It's hard. When Baker has to play big, it's hard. Hey, Kevin, thank you. Step out of my office, Michael Lombardi. Next up, seven win division, seven wins last year, division winner, heightened expectations for the Washington football team. Ron Rivera's got his team sitting two and six. What would you say to Ronald? Uh, it's Ronald, look, we need to get a kicker. I don't know whose decision it was to bring in this kicker who can't get the ball 10 feet off the ground. <laughs> but he's had two blocked. I mean, like, like seriously, like who's evaluating the kickers in this? Let, let's get to that. Let's solve that problem first. Let's cut this kicker and let's have a kicker try it and let everybody go for an eye exam before we watch the next guy's kick here. Because the, guy, the last guys that watch, they need their eyes examined. Okay, so let's start there. B, let's have a comment. Tyler Henke is a starting quarterback. In the, a nice story, wonderful Wonderful story, but not good enough to be a starting quarterback in the National Football League. And then, look, we're going to have to get some semblance. We've got to get our team in better shape. We gotta, we gotta, you got to get on the coaches. We've got to handle the details. We let too many games slip away the last two weeks. We outgained Washington. We outgained Green Bay tremendously. And we outgained Denver. And yet we find we can't win a game because we don't have attention to the details. We're letting things slip away. You know, we're not a good, we're not a well-coached team in all three phases. And that starts and ends with you. And we got to fix that. Are we talented enough? No, I would grant you that. We are not talented enough. However, we're talented enough to be able to do some things. And I think you might want to think about going to Kyle Allen. If Hinke, if Heineke can't play well enough, or what, tell me when Fitzy's coming back. Because we're not getting enough production from that one position. Catching three and a half losses to the Broncos Sunday, 17-10. to 10, That being the Washington football team. Ron, thank you. Uh, next up, this is a curveball, but because of that time of possession and the reliance on this kid, two picks yesterday against the Patriots, I thought it'd be interesting to hear you have a conversation with Justin Herbert. Look, I, I, you know, the one thing about the National Football League, Justin, is, is you always declare who you are, and you're great, and then people play you. And now you must change your game to offset that. This happens to every great player. You know, make Michael Jordan drive to his left. He did. And now all of a sudden that rhetoric doesn't happen. You know, make Julius Irving shoot jump shots. He did. You know, make Peyton Manning move. He did. You know, everybody has to go through these little obstacles that get in your way. And what stands in the way becomes the way. So we're going to have to do a better job of, getting precise on offense, being more detailed on third down, and finding a way to get the ball to other people because we're getting frustrated that we can't get the ball down the field with Mike Williams. And we're going to still be able to do that, but I think we must be able to understand how teams want to play us. And we got to do a better job organizationally getting you enough players. I think they really need a big back. I think they need somebody with Eckler. Now, they had the big run yesterday, but I still think they need a big back. I think they need the change of pace of backs. You know, the Ingram would have been a really good player for them. They couldn't get Ingram because Ingram went back there. So I think that, and I think that's ultimately what we need to do. But you need to be patient, and you need to prove to people you can go to your left. You need to people that you can throw a short passing game. You can. It just really comes with your mindset. The Yeah, Jackson got caught from behind yesterday. I was thinking about the running backs. The Is there something that you can point to, Staley, obviously thought of as such a brilliant defensive mind. Is there anything they can do to rectify this uh, lack of success against the run? Well, they're going to have to play, but you know, they're like, you know, they're missing Murray. They're, they're one of their starting linebackers that hurts them. Right. So they're going to have to be able to find a way to get better fits, shed blocks better and play the run. And they're, and they're going to have to commit themselves. Now, yesterday they got in a real crosshair because they lost both starting corners. And so they're, they're out there playing with a bunch of younger players, and they can't load the box up. They want to play cover two shell, and they can't get control of the game. And that's a real issue. And that's a real problem. I mean, you know, they're giving up 5.1 yards a carry. And this isn't like the teams don't run the ball. Teams have carried it almost 220 times against them. 
So they've got to be able to find a way to stop the run because stopping the run, essentially making teams play left-handed, will then make Bosa a better pass rusher. Um, now I know you don't care, and it just just transition for a second, but I, you do have inside information there, so maybe you can help me. I just popped up Joel Embiid is out tonight. I know you don't care. You're a Heat fan. Um, <laughs> thoughts on um, the former, formerly known as Chubbs, Thoughts as your boy uh, taking the night off. The artist formerly known as Chubb. I mean, well, I mean, I was expecting it at some point. I mean, you know, God, Patrick, you don't want this guy to play 82 games. <laughs> why would you? I mean, please. Why would you? Why, why would, you? would you? Yeah. You know, why would you? Let's see. He played Saturday night, right? Didn't they play Saturday night? Did they play? They played the Hawks Saturday night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he needs rest. Yeah. And he's got the knee inflammation. Maybe he had a big, maybe had a big Halloween. I don't know. Be interested to see what's going on with the Blazers because things aren't going well in that Blazer locker room with Chauncey Billups as the head coach. Their inability to play any defense whatsoever earlier in the season. It'll be interesting to see what transpires within that organization right now. 76ers lane two hosting Portland. Good job on Portland. So let's um, step into my office. Just to recap, just the big news of the day because we've got Josh coming up. Uh, Source, uh, sources are confirming the Rams are finalizing that deal for Von Miller, so we know that. Henry out, going to have foot surgery. Jameis Winston out, foot surgery. Daniil Hunter feared to have a torn pec. This is a lot of action today, man. Yeah, and they got to restructure this contract. The Rams have about $5.3 million of cap room. The Broncos have a ton of cap room. So I'm sure the Broncos are going to pay $3.5 million of this. But he's, make, he's due to make $17.5 million this salary, right? So he's due to make a ton of money. So, you know, so let's say half of that is still left to him, say $8 million. The Rams are going to pay $3.5 million, and they'll pay it before he goes. And then, they, then the Rams can take on this contract, and then they can spread it out over three or four years, but basically have it be a one-year contract. Okay. Tremendous. Great job. Step into my office. Coming up next, we'll delve into Monday night's matchup, 10.5 right now, with the Chiefs hosting the Giants. Get some trends. A market update with Josh Applebaum as we continue. It's a Monday edition of the Lombardi Line here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. If you missed anything, it's vsin.com and Lombardi NFL. And you can find us on Twitter at VSIN Live. Come on back with Josh. to the Lombardi line on VSEN featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now once again, here's Patrick Maher. It's the VSEN midseason football special and it's here. It's 99 bucks. So essentially the rest of the way, everything for $99 daily best bet emails that come to your inbox as soon as anybody releases a play 24 7 video streaming betting splits for every sport point spread weekly in depth. I mean, get everything. It's awesome. The kitchen sink VSEN.com slash subscribe right now as we get you back here Monday edition of the Lombardi line of course Monday night football tonight with the Chiefs looking to get right and right themselves hosting the Giants uh Michael Lombardi out in Jersey we bring in our buddy Josh Applebaum for a market update hey Josh how you doing buddy I'm doing great Patrick Michael great to be with you hope you uh, survived Halloween last night had a couple of peanut butter cups Reese's you know hey it was a good time but uh guys one thing <laughs> from yesterday uh that I think is really important and we talk about this a lot home field advantage and I think if you are on gambling Twitter and you know you, you kind of stay tuned to kind of the nitty-gritty of betting you hear a lot of people say home field advantage it's, it's overvalued it's overrated it's kind of at its lowest level that we've seen in quite a while here we went through it last year where road teams did great especially road dogs and it was like okay was that just COVID because there's no fans in the stands it was a one-off we'll get back to these home teams rolling here but guys that's not happening this is really uh, important here if you look at dogs yesterday it was a big dog day eight four and one against the spread with dogs really surprisingly seven and six straight up these dogs weren't just covering they're winning outright so if you sprinkled any money lines on these dogs you had an even better day but here's the distinction guys dogs on the year now doing well continuing to do well 68 and 53 against the spread 56 percent but we see a massive difference between home dogs and road dogs home dogs are right down the middle 24 and 24 against the spread but you look at these road dogs Six and two ATS yesterday, now 43 and 28 against the spread, 61% overall. If you layer in a couple other things, these short road dogs plus six or less, 30 and 13 against the spread, 70% covering numbers. 
And plus three or less, Patrick, 14 and five ATS, 74%. So, you know, a couple perfect examples from yesterday's show that we were, that we were talked about. Uh, Michael Sun coming up bigly with Carolina here. Remember, we saw the news of Ridley being out. We saw that thing fall. Short road dog, division dog, public on Atlanta, but fell, you know, three down to two and a half, two or one. And then same thing with the Patriots. Everybody uh, betting on the Chargers, yet falling six all the way down to four and a half, even four, even some three and a halfs there late. So long story short, guys, you know, don't just bet these home teams because they got to win. They're at home and the crowd's cheering for them. Buying low on these road dogs in particular has been very profitable this year, and it doesn't seem to be letting up at all this year. Success on the road, Michael. Thoughts as far as these road teams having so much success? Well, I mean, I think teams are so – look, Bill Walsh often said it too. You know, he said that if you get first downs, you can quiet the crowd. You know, and I think that's what you see. And these crowds get quiet and, you know, and then you're able to make some first downs and teams are more equipped to handle the silent count and take away the advantage the defense has. So I will say this, bad lines – I think when you're betting a team, especially on the road, you got to make sure their offensive line is good. I mean, Cincinnati, bad lines don't travel. I know they won in Baltimore and they killed them. But that was a – that Baltimore game, and you watch that, that was a big play game. They only had the ball one time in the red zone. They made – you know, Chase made some incredible plays. They didn't cover the tight end twice. So that might have been an anomaly. I think you have to really study this. And as we go into week nine of the season, you know, it's going to be a challenge to see – you know, what, where these road dogs, can can one of these road dogs come through, you know, and, and what happens, you know, what what will happen when they get against the team, you know, Green Bay, are they going to be the road dog in that game, three point against Kansas City, you know, those kind of things, Tennessee, obviously they don't have their quarter, they don't have their running back, but they're seven and a half point dogs on the road to the Rams, which to me seems awfully big, even though without the quarterback, even without Derek Henry. Okay, before we delve into Monday night, Josh, uh, they're going to have the split jerseys there at the Lombardi House next week because Carolina is hosting New England. Oh man, <laughs> that's going to be a tough one. That's Patrick. a tough. Oh, that, that is not. It's an awkward uh, home situation for Millie and the crew. Uh, go ahead and set that number up for Michael, Josh. Yeah, Michael's going to have to be that guy uh, when Brady went back to Gillette, where it was like half Bucks jersey, half Patriots <laughs> yeah, jersey. So you're going to have the Lom and the Barty, different you know, different teams here. But uh, this one jumped out to me, guys, just because an early move toward New England. So Patriots open around minus two and a half on the road. And again, we always talk about these moves on a Monday, uh, early on, or even Sunday night when these lines first get hit. It's mostly these respected betters who have their own numbers who are betting discrepancy plays. So for this opener of minus two and a half, I think a lot of wise guys said this thing is too low. Patriots got hit. They're all the way up to minus three and a half. I see them, you know, juice wise guys, minus three and a half, minus 115. Like it may go to four. Now, I think you're going to get Carolina if this thing continues to, to rise. There's, there's going to be buyback here on Carolina. But one thing we have seen this year, guys, it's been a dog year. But the one kind of good favorite spot has been these non-conference favorites. The lack of familiarity benefiting the better team. These non-conference favorites are 20, 21 and 15 against the spread, 58%. And if they're on the road, they increased to 11 and 6, uh, 65% ATS. So, uh, you know, little movement here toward New England. Will there be buyback in Carolina? We're going to have to wait and see. And then, Michael, you mentioned that Green Bay-Kansas City game. I think this is a spot to get Green Bay if you can find if, if you can find the plus three. They're going to have a huge rest advantage having played uh, on that Thursday night where the Chiefs are playing tonight. That's a big rest versus tired spot. And hopefully you're going to get Devontae Adams and some of these other guys back. And we do see these uh, short road dogs plus three or less. 14 and five against the spread, 74%. So movement to the Patriots, movement here toward, uh, or, or maybe waiting on Green Bay at the key number of three. You know what shocked me? Just the, the and I, I agree. I think these Sunday moves are fascinating. But what really shocked me was Buffalo opened up at, at uh, 13 and a half favorite on the road in Jacksonville, and it went up to 14. And a half, and it shot right back down. Now it's at fourteen, and it may go back. Like, I, who's playing Jacksonville at this point? Like, mm-hmm. I, like, I, like, I, is there a number you would play Jacksonville at home against Buffalo? And Buffalo didn't even play great yesterday, and they were able to win by fifteen against Miami. Yeah, I couldn't have been more disappointed with the team. We'll, we'll, we'll discuss that in the next segment. I want to ask you a few things about Jacksonville. How about I, this though? I, I, this is what I, I mean. How about this? Miami at one win is a seven and a half point favorite. <laughs> against the against the Houston Texans. Now, the other thing, I think a couple factors with what Josh was talking about in the Carolina game. Are we sure Sam Donald's going to play quarterback? Are we sure? Because, you know, he's got to pass a bunch of tests before he can. Yeah, he got And rocked. this line at 7.5, and, and this line at 7.5 against Miami, 
you know, that went up. This, it opened at seven. That circus got at seven and a half right now. Are we sure Davis Mills is going to play quarterback and not Tyrod Taylor? Those are the two things I would wonder. Important. Darnold got freaking rocked. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my that gosh, was, yeah. I, that was hard to watch, actually, when he was walking off the field. It was terrible. Um, yeah. Okay. So tonight, Josh, go ahead and set us up on this numbers side and total. Yeah, so it really hasn't been much movement all week, and now we're starting to see a little bit of movement here toward Kansas City. So if you look at these two teams, Giants, 2-5 and five straight up, 3-4 and four against the spread. Uh, snapped a two-game skid with a big win over Carolina last week, 25-3, to three, won outright as a three-point dog. And Kansas City, guys, really one of the most perplexing teams this year. Last five games, they've rotated. Lost win, lost win, lost there. Keep going back and forth here. Can't seem to get any traction. They get rolled by Tennessee, 27-3 to three, uh, as a four-point favorite, losing bigly straight up here. But, guys, public's on Kansas City. And, again, it's wash, rinse, repeat, even though the Chiefs are struggling this year and, you know, they're, they're not covering numbers and they're not winning either. Public's still on them, about 60% at BetMGM, laying it with Patrick Mahomes here saying, I know they've struggled, but their elixir would be, again, you know, from public mindset, playing the Giants here. But yet we haven't seen too much movement. Again, this opened like minus 10. At one point it got down to 9.5. Today when you wake up, though, or when I woke up, it was 10, quickly up to 10.5. So you're seeing late movement toward Kansas City, guys. But you look at the Giants. To me, I lean Giants getting the 10.5 here. Um, you know, look at these road dogs. We mentioned 61% ATS. Primetime dogs, 16-7 and seven against the spread, 70%. And here's a really intriguing one. Monday Night Football, double-digit dogs. It's very rare on a Monday Night uh, matchup that you get 10 points or more on a dog. If, you're, if you do get that 10 or more on a dog, 16-4 and four against the spread, 80% with these big dogs. And here's a crazy one with Daniel Jones. As a dog at home, he's 4-9 ATS. It's from our buddy John Ewing up at MGM. But on the road, Daniel Jones is 10-3 and three against, the, against the spread. So I'd be looking at, you know, G-Men 10.5. You got some under money here. 54 was kind of look at, down to 52. When it was 52.5, got hit again with the hook and caused it to fall uh, again here. So, again, movement toward KC. But, but a lot of system matches here with the G-Men, and I'm looking under here tonight, guys, with a G-Men offense that doesn't put up a lot of points. The I was just taking a look at the weather to see if anything's changed uh, for tonight. Should be good to go. Um, hey, Josh, I always wanted to ask you, what is Bigley? Oh, Bigley, you know, it's a very big, uh, big leap, Patrick. We, we combine words and uh, I, didn't, yeah, we... I didn't know where that came from. I always, you always say it. And I'm like, I, I ride yeah. with you, but I'm just like, what the hell does that mean? Um, okay. Uh, weather tonight's totally could chance for rain early, but it looks like it's going to be just fine. Uh, we'll get Michael's official play on that coming back. But I didn't ask you, Michael, how did the, the uh, candy situation go last night during the game? Cause I found myself you know, Patrick... out by the front door. You know, I, I just was determined to just grit and bear it. I went down there. I was coming back. And I was like a one-armed paper hanger. I was coming down. I wanted to see the girls in the costumes and, you know, little girls and the little princesses come up. It was great. Yeah. You know, I had to keep the dogs from barking. I mean, that was a problem. They were more of a problem than anything. But I was going up and down the stairs. It was great. I didn't miss much of the game. You got your steps in. I was... It was awesome. I was loving it. I was happy I stayed home to do that. I was happy I didn't ignore it. I really was. Josh, as a new homeowner, did you find yourself handing out treats? Oh, of course, Patrick. We got. We, I have like a reputation uphold here. When you're the new house in the in the neighborhood, you got to give out full size candy bars. I mean, you got to you got to give the parents, you know, some hot chocolate, cider. I mean, we, Patrick. I got to I got to get these people to like me. I got to give out good stuff. Some would say those candy bars were bigly. Josh oh, yeah. Applebaum, vston.com slash podcast market market insights. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate it. We're coming Thanks, back. Guys. Thank you, Josh. And Michael's official play on Monday night and talk about those Jags next here Lombardi Line. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. 
So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. You're listening to The Lombardi Line on v featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi... Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Hey, Kansas City and New York tonight. Either team scores a touchdown. You bet 10 bucks over at BetMGM. You're going to win $200. You have to use the bonus code VSIN200, VSIN200. Again, new bettors. It comes right to your account there in free money. BetMGM.com or download the BetMGM app. 1-800-GAMBLER if you have an issue. Okay, we get you back here on the Lombardi line. We'll get Michael's official play or a lean coming up in the Giants-Chiefs matchup tonight, Monday night, closing out week eight. Before we do, I just wanted to touch on the games we haven't and just get your uh, thoughts. Uh, we haven't touched on San Francisco, a 33-22 winner over Chicago. Uh, is there something that stood out to you as a takeaway for betters? Well, I, I think what we saw in this game was, you know, look, Justin Fields can run the ball. He had 10 carries for 100 yards, but the other backs had 23 carries for 76 yards. So it's a little misleading when you look at the stat sheet. said, well, the Bears ran the ball really effectively. No, Justin Fields ran the ball yeah. from the quarterback position. You know, and then when they had to throw the football effectively, they really couldn't. You know, you get a third and 20 and you give up a slip screen for a 90-yard gain. I mean, seriously. You know, and you got to give credit to San Francisco. Garoppolo played well. They only had the ball 23 minutes in the game. You know, Chicago controlled it. But Chicago, when they needed a stop defensively, they couldn't get one. And Garoppolo played well, especially in the red zone. He ran for two touchdowns. I thought it was a kind of a, a good game for San Francisco to bounce back. And when you force the Bears to have to throw the football, their longest pass play was 24 yards. They can't make any plays down the field. They don't have a real pass game because – Fields is learning how to be a pocket passer and doing all those things. I mean, the run that we'll see it a thousand times. Incredible run. Incredible run. It really run. was. Yeah. But at some point, you got to play quarterback, and he's just not really conducive to play quarterback, especially behind a very bad offensive line. The, the conversations about what's going on with Ayuk, well, here's your superstar. Debo Samuel, all of a sudden, is putting up a historic year. I mean, he's yeah. just, he's unbelievable. Shout, shout to South Carolina, but he's been saving them. No, no doubt. He really is. I mean, and they don't have Kittle, on which they miss Kittle. I mean, they need Kittle. And this Mitchell kid has been saving them too, yeah, right? Elijah I mean, Mitchell. he's the guy who's is come in there and give them some really good runs from the backfield position. So, I mean, they've gotten bailed out quite a bit here. And, look, you know, Kyle Shanahan takes a lot of pressure. But you, the reality of it is, is, you know, he's making the best of what Jimmy Garoppolo is. Because Trey Lance and and, and – you know, this was tweeted out yesterday, and I think it's pretty pretty clear. You know, he's not ready to play, and Kyle's not ready to coach him. I think Kyle watching Mac Jones play has really created some controversy within their own organization because at the end of the day, as I've reported many times, he wanted Mac Jones. Adam Peters, John Lynch, and everybody else in the, in the, in the 49er organization changed his mind kind of wore him down over the three months. And then all of a sudden, now he's stuck with Trey Lance and he's watching Mac Jones play and said, see, that's what I wanted. That's exactly what I was looking for. And I think that's really been hard. Okay, so the next one, and uh, honestly, I just thought when people would say 
for the first quarter of the season, the Lions are playing hard for Dan Campbell. I just find it a little <laughs> condescending. Like, of course, like a team should play hard. It's well, like saying a carpenter brings his hammer to work. Yeah, thank you. Like, thank seriously. You. It's, like, it's ridiculous. You know, it's like ridiculous. Like, you're not going to bring your hammer to work, you know? Or, or you know, like everybody plays hard. That's not like, you know, it's like somebody sits in your office, they're interviewing for a job, so I'm going to work hard. Well, I, well, that, that doesn't, you, that, that's not a, that's not a, you know, that's not an add-on. That's a, that's a, that's what we're expecting. So, yeah, I mean, to me, look, this Lion team has bad in every single area, from design to how they set up this organization, Rod White bringing in yes. a, another account. Have they not learned their lesson that maybe they should hire a football person to run their team and not some accountant? You know, and then they bring Spielman in, and now poor Campbell comes in, and he's talking about kneecaps. I mean, not a good team. <laughs> Trade for golf. I mean, seriously. I mean, if they would, I, I could have told them, like, why take Goff's salary? Why do them a favor in Los Angeles? Thank you. You still need a quarterback now. Thank you. You know? And the contract makes it anyway. Uh, but here's the thing, and you mentioned you Rod- did them a favor. You did. You you took a you took a terrible contract, which they botched the Rams off their hands. You you hooked them. Um, yeah, no, they brought Rod Wood over from Ford, literally the Ford company, to to run the Lions. Anyway, I, I digress. Now, uh, a lot of people I respect that cover the team were texting me like, you know, the effort was miserable. Philly ran for over 230 <sighs> yards against them, and. You know, Campbell, he might be a nice guy. There is, he's just learning on the job. That's really what it comes down to. And there's a long season to go at 0-8. Yeah, a long season to go and can't keep, you know. And, and look, he tried hard, you know, and they tried to do some things against the Rams and they played. But it's hard when you're not talented. And, you know, you've got some talented players, but you're not talented as a team. And what makes you so concerning as an executive was when you don't see your team improving on a week-to-week basis. You see these ups and downs, ups and downs. You know, this is my concern, what I talked about with Zach Taylor when he came into my office. You know, Zach, look, we got to start to see some progress in this offensive line. It's horrible. How do you watch the tape? Like, if I was the general manager of the, of the Bengals, I couldn't even watch. The, this line is just everything I don't believe in football. Like, how do you play with this bad offensive line? Like, it makes it hard. I know Chase is great. I know he's great. But, you know, we're going to get this kid hurt. You know, and, and if you're the Lions, you, you want to get better. You want to see some constant improvement, and you're just not. You know, you're not seeing that, and that's a real concern. It's like Washington. You know, I, I you make a decision to bring this kicker, and he can't even get the ball 10 feet off the ground. He gets every kick block. Like, how did we get to this decision? How did we get here? Well, you know, and we were letting him go out there and keep kicking. You know, and, and Rivera just sits there on the sideline and, like, acts like – and his team just is, is horrible. I mean, it's bad. You know, they're bad. They're not They're not well co- – I mean, I know they gave up 275 yards, but Denver's horrible on offense. Denver – you know, Denver's not a good offensive team by their design. So, I don't know why I believe – for some reason, I thought Jacksonville would show yesterday in Seattle. They rested yep. – I that – the the Meyer thing is done like that that that's the best example uh, of a team Sean not being prepared. came out and supported them. I yeah, mean, I mean I, he came on. out and supported them. They come on. Here's the thing: why you thought that? I mean, you got Daryl Bevel and you got Brian Schottenheimer, both coordinators for the for the Jacksonville Jaguars who were in in Seattle. If they know Pete Carroll, they know anything, right? Set up the game plan, give them a chance. Exactly. But you know this, and I said this on the show yesterday: Jacksonville's horrendous on defense. You know, they can't stop the run, and they're really bad playing secondary help. You knew D.K. Metcalf was going to have a good day, and as bad as Geno Smith wanted to play, he couldn't play bad against that defense. You know, and so, and then this is two weeks in a row. Seattle has improved themselves defensively, you know, and they needed that win. You know, somebody texted me yesterday on Friday and said, you know, was very concerned about playing the Cincinnati Bengals. He was a Jet fan. He didn't want to play the Bengals. He didn't want to play the Bengals in in, in Survivor because he felt like this was the, the Bengals were the Bengals. And he was right. You know, it was, a, it was a concern. So I said, play Seattle or San Francisco. And this, the guy sent back, well, I can't, play, I can't play Geno Smith. Well, you're playing against Urban Meyer. <laughs> Even Geno can look good. <laughs> that was gross. And they're going to ruin that kid. Uh, anyway, um, is there another game that I didn't ask you about? Let's see. No, I think we got them all. Okay, tonight, 
let's let's transition yeah. to what we're looking at. So it's ten and a half, one ten. So it looks like it's going to stick there, ten and a half, and fifty-two on the total. The Giants are at Kansas City. I, I just have look. I think a couple things. As Phil Leotardi once said, a couple three things here. You know, for me, Daniel Jones has trouble when he gets rushed and he gets heated up a little bit. And he's going to get heated up a lot in this game. With crowd noise, it's going to be hard. It's going to rely on my man Jason Garrett, the Coach Garrett, excuse me, I'm sorry, Patrick, mm-hmm. Coach you. Garrett, to really handle this. And I, I have a sense that people just assume the Chiefs are so bad on defense that Daniel Jones will have a great day. I think the Chiefs had got cold water slapped on their face last week. Humiliating. And I think Andy Reid's a really good coach. And I think Andy Reid will get his team ready to play. I I would lay the points. I know, as Will Hill said, they've taken too much money out of everybody's pocket. But I think this is a different game. I think they have to prove that they are getting better and improving. And it starts up front. It starts up front. I think that if I lay the points, i got to see this offensive line. They can block this giant front, and you can attack the secondary of the Giants. And they'll do a good job of doing that. And if the Giants don't play the rope-a-dope, if they don't play the way the Titans did and the way everybody else has been playing them, they'll give up 40. And can the Giants score 40? I don't think so. Barkley's out. Galladay out. Tony questionable. Shepard probable. Good, bad offensive lines don't travel. Jones has been getting killed all year. And the Chiefs, 6-2 and two ATS, their last eight games following a straight-up loss. So that trend points to. Yeah. Uh, jo- Jones isn't the problem right now, though. With the Giants, he's not. The no, player. he's not. No, he's not. You know, although he was the problem a couple of weeks ago against the Rams. When that's and see, this is the kind of thing I'm worried about. When they play a team that can score, can they keep pace with them? And then they get desperate and they fall behind. Well, enjoy the game. Enjoy a day off. Or are you working Wednesday? Of course. Yeah, I'll be you here. Gotta get a better agent, bro. <laughs> I don't have one. That's the problem. That's what I Anyway, Michael, enjoy your day. Appreciate it. Thank you, Patrick. Everybody, thank you, Matt. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you. Appreciate you. Odds on coming up next. We'll see you next time here on the Lombardi Line, presented by BetMGM. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.